I've always believed that God contends for our marriages. I've, I've always, he fights for them. But strangely enough, I was never more convinced of that than after a plane ride almost 25 years ago. I was a very young man. Um, with a Satanist. She sat next to me and you know, the conversation ensued, so what do you do? And I, I told her, and she looked a little strange with it. You know, not that people aren't, you know, that's not uncommon. You tell them you're a pastor and countenances change regularly. But, 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 but she seemed almost kind of, dis, you know, disgusted. And, and I said, and so what, what do you do? And uh, she says, well, actually, I'm a Satanist. And she was the head of a coven somewhere in Georgia. And uh, one of the strangest conversations I've ever had. And, and as we talked, you know, I, I said, so do you, do you pray? And she said, oh, yes, of course. We believe in the supernatural. Uh, and I said, well, what do you pray about? And she said, well, the number one thing we pray against is Christian marriages. really <laughs> and I, was, that, I, I said why is that and she said well think about it a marriage is at the center of most homes a marriage is so central to most people's lives who are married if the marriage goes bad everything sours if the marriages go bad in a community usually the community goes down we pray against marriages. And much of the rest of the plane flight was just kind of this steely quiet between the two of us. But I never forgot that statement. We pray against marriages. I think God contends for our marriages because he intends for our marriages to be a place of blessing. Uh, Peter actually says that we... We bless one another and we inherit a blessing. That, that our marriages are not just to mutually bless one another, but when we bless one another, God pours out extra. <laughs> we, we inherit a blessing. No wonder darkness prays against that which God meant as a fountainhead of blessing in this world. I love what Evie Hill shares about he and his wife they were young in the ministry do you know evie hill the great black preacher and uh evie said they were young in their ministry and he was out taking on the world and she was handling the domestic stuff at home and he didn't realize how much less of what he needed to be taking home he was actually bringing home he was not bringing home much bacon in those days and he came home one day and uh the house was not lit except for a, a glow in the dining room. And, uh, you know, it was just a card table, but they, he walked in there and there was candles lit around the table and there were bologna sandwiches made for lunch. And uh, he and his wife sat down to a, a beautiful, romantic lunch that he had never anticipated. 
And as he got up to put his plate away, he flipped the light switch. And it didn't work. And she said, oh, honey, I know you've been working so hard. And, and we just don't have the money to pay the light bill anymore. And Evie Hill realized in that moment how deeply blessed he was. To have a wife that would guard his dignity, that would care about his heart. Not, not only did she not complain, not only did she not beat him down because he wasn't bringing home enough to provide for them. She had turned that moment into a moment that she could bless him. How, how do you do that? Over and over again, Evie Hill's wife knew who her provider was. She knew whom she had trusted. And out of that great abandon to him, she was no longer the center of her world, even when her world was rocking, even when the lights couldn't be turned on, she could focus on another. You know, I, I wonder if when we come forward for communion and God empowers us again and again, week after week with his spirit, and he forgives us of our sins and sets us on the course of another week, I, I wonder if one of those mission fields that he doesn't most have in mind for us is the one that's closest to us. on the night that he gave himself up for us.